0: button pusher surprising me with some new stuff, and I love it. I didn't know where we were going, where that thing was going, so I kind of just let it play it out, and I'm glad I did. We had quite the week in week in number 10. I win a blazing 5-2 and two in the last three weeks. I am 13. 18 and 3, ladies and gentlemen, it brings my total up to 35 and 20 on the season. Meanwhile, Simeon has hit a third straight lock of the week, and we are just rolling right along here. I'm back using my original laptop after a hard drive replacement, so hopefully it holds up. But this is kind of, you know, the biggest thing I've done on it since I've replaced the hard drive. So I guess we'll have to see. Well, since Simeon's replaced the hard drive, I should say two more top ten teams went down. We will cover that. We got five monster games coming up. I mean, they're big games. They're monster games. Again,
1: Simeon's very upset uh, with the top ten. Simeon, once again, is
0: very upset with the top
1: ten. We haven't talked about it. Yeah.
0: Me and me and Makai
1: haven't talked about it. Came out last night. We're recording this on a Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Cause uh another update we have uh we're playing inner not intramural, it's basically intramural soccer. Um shout out to Alex Mancina, our soccer guru on the pod. He's El Capitan on our team, we're Brovin19. will be at the Nook. Come catch us out Thursday evenings and see us, me and Micaiah, act like uh, white guys.
0: Uh, be, we are white guys. Also, go check out, if you haven't, this is, uh. so by the time you're hearing this, this is Friday morning. Go check out the 4th right. and 1 Podcast. We are at Fourth and One Podcast. We are on anchor.fm slash Fourth and One. Listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. Support us as well. However, go on our Instagram at Fourth and One Podcast. Check out the top play from college football final from this past Saturday in week 10 a little spicy uh i get i get hype it's a it's a great video and, and you'll see why we love it but anyway two more upsets as i stated that we will get to however simeon my man are you ready I don't For know. What? Just, uh, you know, I, I like to do a little chit-chat beforehand before we jump right into the check down. Maybe we should just jump right in. You know, I don't, I don't know. Well, Dak, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. Well, I mean, I'm what are you right about. this excellent. Well, what am I right about? Because that one, that, that sound effect is...
1: Oh, that's right. right. We put the, no, that... No, the thought that was the nope. Connor sample that nope. we, we nope. tucked away. Nope. It, um... Sorry, I was just telling you how I was okay. feeling. Okay,
0: well, why are you feeling that way, my man?
1: Yeah, I just am. It's just one of those weeks where things are going and no one's dying. Good. Uh, I got new boots oh, that, that's today good. as well. I had to get some work boots. Excellent. So the work boots came in uh, for down the factory, when to head down the factory. And uh, it, it was a good weekend. Uh, I failed. Oh, funny story for all of our listeners. I decided it would be a good idea to put a, uh, a couch, even in Ikea form, try to fit that in a Honda Fit. And let me just say, it should be renamed a Honda Don't Fit. And Micaiah just destroyed and dropped out on us. Um, that's interesting. I don't know what he just did. We're still recording, so I don't know. So, I tried to fit this couch into a uh, into a Honda Fit, and it didn't work. So, that was down in Philadelphia, PA, basically, right outside, and it didn't work. So, um, funny story, basically, moral of the story, always borrow somebody else's car. Um, I also, because of that, I didn't watch any football. So, I can't even do this podcast by myself, but... We like things spicy here, so we're going to see what happens. I don't know exactly what's going to happen, so we might be taking a break and coming back to you here in a second. I'm going to keep things going with kind of a wrap-up of last week. Um, give you a few... Uh, Makai, unfortunately, re- pulled it uh, pulled it out. Anyway, big big story was at the time... Number three, Michigan State getting upset by, I believe, now ranked number 19, Purdue. Um, I'm trying to pull up that game here as I try to do a sports podcast by myself. After a weekend of not watching any sports, um, this had been the week after uh, they had beaten Michigan by four um, which me and Makai were not surprised about. This was one of those games. The Boilermakers, oh dear lord, the Boilermakers blew out the Michigan State Spartans, forty to twenty nine. Um, and you're just learning with me as I try to figure out what happens to my host. Um, it 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 looked like it was very one sided, and it looked. I'm, I'm very confused as to how they lost this game. I was surprised. Purdue has been back and forth, and they're one of those teams in the Big Ten who you don't know. They're kind of like Northwestern. They take turns with, like, Indiana and Northwestern on teams that can surprise you. Now, Indiana has had some better seasons. Oh, I'm also recovering from a cold after having a cold four weeks ago, so that's why I sound like crap. Um, So Purdue's just one of those teams... I was surprised by this. Somehow Michigan State is still ranked. And we'll come back to that later. Um, I'm just going to text Micaiah real quick because I'm just having fun at this point. Um, Texting, texting Micaiah. I'm texting him. Just rejoin at any point. Uh, I'm carrying this. Don't worry. See, and I could technically edit all of this, but we like to keep things el natural. So Michigan State is now ranked 7 after that week. Uh, Michigan State, Michigan somehow got ranked 6 after they beat Indiana. Um, Another big loss of the weekend. I really just want to pull up. Can I pull up this schedule for last weekend? As I... uh, do this. This is like one man podcasts are like the worst but at this point I'm having too much fun trying to figure out what's going, what possibly could have gone wrong. Um, so Georgia's still the best. Alabama still. They're not number two. They only beat LSU by six. Uh, Oregon beat Washington. Uh, Ohio State beat Nebraska, we're not surprised by that. Cincinnati, still need to put some respect on your name. They they needed to win that game by more than eight points. Uh, everybody agrees with me, and Makaya. Everybody is agree- so that can be for him. He was saying, <sighs> "Frick!" For him, he was saying, "What were we write about? We're right about Cincinnati being a top four team, um, Notre Dame." I still... Okay, he's not here. So I'm going to tell you this why he's not here. I actually like Notre Dame. They're not a playoff team. But them winning makes Cincinnati look really good. So I'm really liking that right now. They blew out Navy. Shocker of all shockers. Um, Another team that I'm liking is uh, Oklahoma State. Crawling back in here. Blowing out West Virginia. Who's been back and forth. Also, shout out to TCU. This is the other big upset game that Micaiah had coming up on you guys. Uh, TCU upsetting Baylor by two. So that's a fun one for you guys. Uh, Arkansas upsetting Mississippi State. That was one of the teams last week. Me and Makai were very confused about how they were in. Um, Illinois, again... Pulling a Purdue, I guess, upsetting number twenty Minnesota. Another team me and Makai were surprised were ranked. He liked them, I didn't. Uh, Iowa beat Northwestern. Wisconsin blew out Rutgers. This was a game that I actually i i i was surprised about, and this is an upset for me. I like small schools. I don't know why, but Boise State. Blew out Fresno State, so they finally found their rhythm. Um, as well, Pittsburgh blew out Duke. Army Air Force went into overtime. No one cares. I'm really just going down the ranked games here. Uh, that those were all the ranked games, really? I could have sworn. Where's the Wake game? It was what that was last week. No, Wake Forest, North Carolina, upset. Number nine, Wake Forest. Lost to number nine, North Carolina. So those were the three big upsets that happened. Let me just recap. Number three, Michigan. Number nine, Wake Forest. These are all teams that lost. And last and not least, who was that that I was just thinking of? Uh Oh, Texas A&M. Nope, they beat Auburn. Oh, Texas A&M beat Auburn. I missed that. I thought that was the other way around. Texas A&M beat Auburn, which I'm also surprised about now that I look at that score. Makai will have watched all these games, so whenever he decides to get his butt back in here, I honestly don't know what's happening. Um, that should be interesting. I'm gonna be in- we're gonna be interested, but that's uh, we're having some mean time. We're having a heart to heart. Listen, viewers, everybody, here's the deal. I do this for my brother. I love the guy. He's great. 10 out of 10. Would recommend. Sorry, that's my phone, not him. Um, I have never watched as much sports as he does. I'm a Michigan fan because he's a Michigan fan. Uh, I'm into sports because he's into sports. So um, this is just one of those things that I do because I enjoy spend time with my brother. I, I would do it either way, but uh, he's, he's now about to rejoin. Hold on. So you really get to see how little I don't pay attention during the weeks that I am that I play, that I don't do things in this case when I was picking up a couch. And even the week that they do play, I don't pay that much attention. Now I bet on all the games. This week was a doozy. Still my best betting week overall. So we're gonna let him in and see what he thinks about this. This might get edited all get edited all out. I doubt it. I'm gonna try to keep it in. So Here's Makaya Oh, my gosh. Refresh the page to continue recording. Oh, no, he dropped out again. Wow, we're just having some technical difficulties. Looks like Micaiah may be getting a new computer or some new RAM coming up. Um, later on in the pod, we're obviously going to preview Oklahoma Baylor. That's going to be a fun game, even though I don't really care that much. Uh, Texas A&M old Miss. that should be a game I really don't care about. North Carolina State Wake. Why did you pick these games? These are all games I could care less about.
0: Yeah, but okay, so that hard drive that I uh, installed apparently just crashed.
1: I don't I don't know what that means.
0: On my laptop.
1: No no no, no. I get I get what those words mean, but how did it crash?
0: So it logged like all of a sudden it just shut down. And okay. then when I went and tried to get on any website, it yeah. just um, it was saying connection wasn't secure or whatever. So I go to shut it down and I'm rebooting it. And now it's just giving me a red circle with a line through it. Like it's not able to read the hard drive or something. Mm. I don't
1: know. That's not it, good. You didn't run a software update like I told you to after you re- pulled that up, did you?
0: No, I did not.
1: Yeah. Cool. Well, I carried this pod for the last fourteen minutes, so right. you're very welcome. Also, you're not using your current microphone right now. Hope you know that. Um, I'm assuming he grabbed his wife's laptop. Shout out to Carrie. Shout out, she's just absolutely bawling us, um, Micaiah, I gave them my nat- all-natural reactions to these this week's up past this past week's upset. So, why don't you give us what actually happened as someone who probably watched all of the games?
0: Okay. Yes. So this week, sorry, I I'm all flustered. This, this podcast is just going to the shitter. So anyway, here we are. Um, let me open my notes back up now. Um, did you do the checkdown already?
1: No. Do you want to do the checkdown, or did you want to do the games, <sighs> and we'll come back to the checkdown? since that's what I transitioned us into.
0: I I would really just like for all my stuff to work, like. This oh. is very you very, good. Fr- very frustrating.
1: Turn it off and turn it back on again. I swear, guys. We'll do this in person, eventually. And then everything will work. There you go. Look at you. Oh, recording failed. <laughs> This is ten out of ten. I love this right now. I'm keeping all of this in. This is the best fifteen minutes of content, in my opinion, we've ever produced. Ah, <coughs> oh, there he's back. Let's see if this works this time. This okay, is gonna be really interesting. I, hey. I my I
0: am just absolutely irate right now over just technical stuff. So, yes, yes, we are. We're back. Okay. So, um, Ohio State-Nebraska was a nine-point game. Nebraska has lost all of its game this year by nine points or less. Nine points also was the first loss this season for Nebraska that wasn't a one-score game. Ohio State is just going to be mistakes. So, C.J. Stroud threw two interceptions on the road at Lincoln. Uh, and they had some false start penalties. They shot themselves in the foot a little bit. And But in the last two games in the red zone, they are 2 of 9. They're kind of getting a Michigan syndrome going right now where they can move the ball in between the 20s. And if they score touchdowns on big plays, that's great. But once they enter the red zone, that's kind of where they are struggling. Uh, Nebraska elects to keep... Scott Frost via an extension however he is taking a pay cut they say they deem the direction that he is going the Nebraska program is going is uh, good enough with all the close losses to keep him on and retain him and I also agree with that statement the Georgia train just keeps choo choo rolling right along now We haven't seen this defense tested by a well-put-together offense yet. I thought it was going to be Florida a few weeks ago, and that turned out not to be the case. However, this week, we might get that chance, and we'll get to that in just a minute. Texas A&M and Auburn. Bo Nix turned out to be road Bo Bo Nix and not home Bo Nix, which means he turned the ball over a few times. They really weren't able to get anything done. And quietly, not well, not so quietly, Texas A&M is rolling. Texas A&M is, I believe, up to number 12 in the polls now. And if Alabama loses one more time, Texas A&M, and Texas A&M wins out, they're going to Atlanta to take on Georgia. So Texas A&M is not out of it yet. Auburn is not out of it yet. And Alabama is not a foregone conclusion to be Georgia's opponent in the SEC title game. So we will keep a close eye on the SEC West. Wake Forest and North Carolina. Boy, did my lock of the week absolutely hit. Well, I picked UNC. It wasn't lock of the week. Well, my lock of the week did hit, but I picked UNC, and I said take the over. I bet on both. Both happened. Problem. They both scored a lot of points. UNC, Wake Forest. However, Wake Forest just couldn't play defense. They were up 18 entering the fourth quarter, and then North Carolina went on a little 24 to... Uh, Three run and they ended up losing the game. It's back-to-back years they have blown a 18 and 20 point, 21 point lead to North Carolina, and it has been a combined score over a hundred points. And it was a very, it was a very entertaining game. You need to take a breath right now, dude. I can't even. I'm just rolling right along.
1: No, no, no. You legitimately need to take a breath.
0: Like, I thought I was trying
1: to carry in this this podcast earlier which by the way I hope was hilarious and not cringeworthy might I say but you're like freaking the F out and it's affecting how you're breaking stuff down take a breath remember the games come back to it
0: well I mean th- there's really not much more to say than what I'm already saying though
1: yeah but you're saying in like I'm again, I'm again.
0: <laughs> what can i say i am all flustered because of you don't my need testic- to be flustered. Tec- you kn- technical, technical difficulties. difficulties
1: you nailed it you performed under pressure most people
0: come after me i'm a man I'm most people you.
1: would Weird. most people would have failed at that you switched computers it was a hot swap it doesn't look like we're going to have any technical difficulties with the upload. It's okay. I carried it. We're all good. There were a bunch of upsets that shouldn't have happened this week. Tell me why they happened.
0: Oh, uh, well, Wake, again, just couldn't play defense. Wake Forest could not play defense. And Michigan State's passing game, passing game defense, I should say, really let them down. So it was defense in the two games. Wake Forest, it, their defense is awful. Michigan State loses to Purdue on the road down 11. We were all kind of, well, I was at least shocked by it because Purdue has the most upsets over top five opponents as unranked FBS, as an unranked FBS school. 17, cool. it's most all time, right? Right. Right. But Michigan State, I mean, you give up 400 yards to Michigan, who is a run-first offense in terms of passing yards, and then you run into a team with 300, who averages 300 yards passing, and they throw for 526 yards. By the way, they play at earlier earlier this year. Purdue was playing three quarterbacks, and they stick. They stuck with Aiden O'Connell, who threw for 526. But they beat him by two scores. Now, a lot of, what a lot of people are having the problem with are... That's what surprised me. ...are that, that the committee ranked Michigan over Michigan State. Yes. But I would say that Michigan's loss to Michigan State is better than Michigan's loss to Purdue's loss. Because to Purdue... Michigan State lost right. to Purdue. Got it because purdue was yes why yes everyone was predicting this upset like michigan state saw this coming this wasn't a oh you know no one there everyone's picking michigan state to beat them by 20. purdue comes out and michigan state was only favored by three everyone on game day except kirk herb picked purdue to beat michigan state everybody saw this coming and Purdue still went out and beat them by two scores, by 11. It was 40-29. to 29. It really wasn't a game late. They tried to make a game and then threw some interceptions. But again, it was Michigan State's mediocre offense, mediocre offense, explosion, mediocre offense, mediocre offense, explosion. And it got them into trouble because Purdue kind of just kept them in that mediocre offense all game kenneth walker still did what kenneth walker does he ran for a buck 25 he ran for a score or two but michigan state's passing offense is just absolutely terrible and this is coming from a head coach in mel tucker who coaches the defensive side of the football so defenses let down two top 10 teams wake forest everyone kind of saw it coming purdue people sort of saw it coming but we were still shocked by it that it happened
1: Tell me about the the it's a it's a one rank upset. It still kind of surprised me with how much of a blowout was, but you went, covered it a little bit earlier. That Texas A and M Auburn
0: like what what happened there at the 3 to 20 game. Yeah, so while it was 3 to it was really 3 to 6 halfway through the third quarter, Bow Nix then became road Bo Nix. He fumbles the football. He goes to tuck it and just slips out of his hands. They scoop and they scoop and score it. Then it was 13 to 3 and then Bow Nix throws an interception and, you know, Texas A&M adds on a touchdown. Texas A&M's issue is Zach Calzada still can't move the ball effectively. And so Texas a and only hope is the run game. And now they have right. a good running back in in Spiller, and they got a good wide receiver in Anaya Smith. And thankfully for them, they're going on the road this week against one of the worst rush defenses in all of college football in Old Miss. So does that kind of add up to another kind of, I don't know, not really upset because they are favored by two and a half this week. But Texas A&M, they're, they're kind of just getting hard, sloppy, fought wins. Auburn has a great defense. Auburn was really able to take some away. Old Miss, you're going to kind of see them exposed a little bit, um, on, uh, especially up front, I think. Uh, but I... <laughs> I mean, I think I took Texas A&M last week. I think they were one of my games. What I didn't hit on was, the I thought it would be more high scoring. It was more of a defensive struggle because both teams brought their defense. What people are underestimating, because they lost to Arkansas, Texas A&M did earlier this year, and then more importantly to Mississippi State, is that Texas A&M has some big mammoths on the defensive line and can play real defense. They just forgot about it because they were transitioning from their their quarterback to the backup quarterback and then they they were looking past Mississippi State to Alabama and that's kind of what happened there. He just figured out the whole damn thing
1: from beginning to end. Look, like he was in the room. There are two other games I want to get that I want to get your breakdown on or opinion on um before we get back to what I think was the biggest upset of the week. But uh Arkansas upsetting Mississippi State by three does that say more about Arkansas or more about Mississippi State?
0: Uh, it, it probably is about the same. It probably says more about uh, Mississippi s- State. Mississippi State was should have never been really been ranked with three losses. If you looked over their wins, even their wins were kind of against crappy schools. All they kind of do is throw the ball around. They run that. They run Mike Leach's air raid system, which is basically you all your throws are, all your plays within the playbook are exactly the same, and you use the passing game to really be a, an extension of the running game, and your running game is really just kind of inside zone and outside zone, there's not too much, you're not pulling guards, you're not pulling uh, tackles, you're not... You're not doing trap plays like Michigan does. Like, there are different things you can do with your lineman. This is just kind of straight ahead. So, if you look at it, it's, it's kind of like the committee overranked, uh, oh my goodness, Mississippi State. Because they had the Texas A&M win, and really Arkansas was the better school, I think, however... So that's really what happened there. I I wasn't necessarily shocked by that. I almost took Arkansas as my lock of the week last week, but I decided not to. I thought that you know Mississippi State under Mike Leach, they've all what Mike Leach's teams have always been like. Oh, one week they'll surprise you and beat anyone, and then the next week they'll lose to you know Sam Houston State or somebody. I'll allow
1: it. Uh the l- last one here that surprised me was Illinois, another win against the ranked team. Is is this just because we we covered this last last week? They obviously overranked Minnesota, but what does it say about PJ Flex Crew out in Minneapolis?
0: So PJ's Flex Crew, they were on their one of the best backs in the country gets hurt week 1, then their second string running back gets hurt and they're down to their third and fourth. Then their third string running back gets hurt so really they're on to walk-on players. They were throwing the ball about 72 or I'm sorry, they were running the ball about 72% of the time. Okay, they only th- threw it l- They only threw it just a little bit more than the academy schools, Air Force, Army, and Navy. Okay, so they like to run the ball, and when you run into an Illinois team who's now transitioning into an identity of dominating the line of scrimmage, whether that be on offense or defense, you're going to have an issue. Okay, and that's exactly what Illinois did. Illinois threw the ball eight times for 80 yards. They completed five of those passes for 80 yards, and then they just kind of ran. It was a low kind of slugfest. It did kind of surprise me, just because I thought that Illinois was too hot and cold, and Minnesota kind of had found their groove late. Uh, but yeah, I, I just I just think that that Illinois is kind of finding their identity. But their identity is exactly the kryptonite for a team in Minnesota that also cannot throw it real well and is on now their fourth-string running back and is on a whole bunch of walk-on running backs. So I think that it was just kind of the perfect storm there. What got me, though, is it was at home. It was at Minnesota, which, which I don't know what you can say about that. You'd like to have that one if you're P.J. Fleck because now if you look at the Big Ten West, all of the top teams – are 4 and 2 in that conference. And all the teams, almost all the teams, and it's Wisconsin, it's Minnesota, it's Purdue, and it's Iowa, and they're all 4 and 2. And so they're kind of coming down the stretch here, but the leader right now in the clubhouse is Wisconsin who who unbeknownst really to anyone, has won five straight games. Now, they're not throwing it around either, but they're playing kind of good defense. Kind of that West region is doing all the same thing. They're running the football, except Purdue, who throws it. They're running the football, <laughs> and they're playing good defense. And Purdue doesn't play bad defense either, but Purdue relies more on that the pass game than the running game. And so just the Badgers could and probably will make it to Indy to probably face – Ohio State or Michigan State.
1: Oh my goodness! I think the main game they have a new identity. Indiana in Illinois, sorry, has a new identity. Brought in a new coach after the Lovey Lovey Smith mistake. So good on them. Uh, the big game, I think that you want to get at here, and I'm guessing here is unranked TCU upsetting number twelve at the time, and you're one of your favorites coming out, possibly coming out of the Big Twelve
0: one loss at the time, Baylor. Uh, yeah, they, they weren't even on my <laughs> kind of uh, notes here, so thank you for reminding me. Yeah, TCU really... They still couldn't play defense, you know. They gave up 28 points, but they had a redshirt sophomore or redshirt freshman kind of come in. This was the week after Gary Patterson was fired, so I think the players were kind of all revved up. It was at home, and they played their best game of the season, and that's kind of all it was. Meanwhile, Baylor, again, you just – you're the defense – all the defenses that I praised earlier in, in the year really got – let have been letting these teams down. And you can go back a couple weeks to Michigan and Michigan State and Michigan's defense. You know, Alabama, I mean, the only real defense that looks good is Georgia. Alabama this week really couldn't run the football on an LSU team, which they should have really dominated. They won by six and had to get a fourth down stop. Their defense won that game because their offense forgot to show up. Right, Michigan this week, their defense shows up. Their offense also shows up. They score 29 points. It should have been 56. If it was 56, I think that they're in the top four. But Michigan is having a whole lot of red zone troubles right now. They get down into the red zone and they score on like 98% of drives in the red zone. The problem is they're kicking field goals and not scoring touchdowns. And this is going to be a big problem when you when you face this week against Penn State, who has one of the best red zone defenses in the country, when you face Ohio State, who's right now putting up hella points, and then even Maryland, who can kind of throw it around a little bit. So we're, we're going to have to keep an eye on the Wolverines. Kind of everyone but Georgia has ha- has a big Chink in their armor missing. Alabama, its consistency. They ran the ball for six yards. A Nick Saban team running the ball for six yards is absolutely unheard of, especially against a rival. Ohio State right now can't score in the red zone, and it, and really has been their defense has really been inconsistent. Oregon has looked sometimes awesome, sometimes not, but they're giving up about four hundred yards a game. So their offense. Or their defense is struggling. Okay, Cincinnati has been playing crappy competition really close. And their offense is nothing to. Their defense is good, but their offense is nothing to. to. to frown at. I mean, you can laugh at their offense, especially with uh, TJ Ford out now for the Bearcats. There's really. they're now on their second string running back and their running game took a big hit and they had to get a fumble at the goal line that probably should have been a touchdown late against Tulsa to win that game after they fumbled trying to kneel the ball okay so it's a little sloppy Michigan is their passing game good is is their passing defense good enough Michigan State's passing defense absolutely is trash Oklahoma You know, so you can just go down and down the list. Everyone has a big chunk in their armor missing except for the number one team in the nation, who is Georgia. And I can't remember the last time within the last five years where it's been one team and then everyone else. And I can't remember the last time where it's been one team and everyone else, and that one team at the top has not been at – it wasn't Alabama.
1: Right, or like Ohio State or something like that. I think – I think that's gonna wrap up this quick fire rapid fire. Money. I mean, just give us the money. This segment, rapid fire segment, brought to you by you guys, the viewer. Normally, that's the check down. We're having some ch- technical difficulties. We're letting Makaya regain his composure a little bit. That was a uh, week. Was that week nine or week? That was 10? week ten. That was week ten reviews. Uh, We're really excited. We're going to preview week 11 now for you guys. Before we hit with the check down, and then we'll talk about the the top 10 again, as we normally do and rank our top 10s. Micaiah, your first game here, you got Oklahoma-Baylor. That should be a fun game.
0: Well, real quick, I actually just wanted to touch on Josh Allen intercepting and forcing a fumble and sacking Josh Allen.
1: Yeah, that's kind of awesome. Can,
0: can can I do that? So that happened in the NFL this week. I probably should have led the show. with Also,
1: that. Josh Allen intercepting, sacking, and forcing the fumble over Josh Allen is the reason that your boy has three straight wins in fantasy, and now is ranked above you. Oh snap! In the yeah, yeah.
0: I, I'm I'm kind of my players are not are not doing well, me. My team's just barely hanging on. Anyway, Josh Allen, the defensive end for the Jacksonville Jaguars, sacked. Intercepted and forced a fumble on quarterback, Bill's quarterback, Josh Allen. It is the first time in NFL history that a player with the same name as the quarterback has sacked, has sacked, one, caught an interception, two, and forced a fumble. So all three things were uh, NFL first, which I thought were pretty cool. Okay, so moving on. However, one game that will not be happening this week is Cal and USC. It was postponed because the Golden oh, did you see that? Bears have an increase in COVID cases, and so the game will probably be postponed until championship weekend. I'm guessing where Cal and USC uh, will be. It not, was rescheduled for December 4th. Which is championship weekend. Perfect. Okay, well, why don't we just start off the day... I don't know what game I want to start with. Okay, you know what? I'm just going to... NC State. The game that I came on and you were just railing me about. Number 16, NC State. They just keep finding ways to win. They just keep grinding and grinding and grinding. At number 12, Wake Forest. Wake Forest, we get them twice. If it's good once, do it twice. Over under That's si- not true. Over under 66. <laughs> Wake's favored by two, which I'm not Excuse sure me. I agree with. Wake... You got all the offense in the world. Can you play defense? Like for the love of all things holy. I mean UNC was running wide open down the field. Again, Army put up fifty six on you, a triple option team. This is just Wake, you gotta you gotta make stops at some point. Yeah, you were winning by eighteen on Saturday to UNC But then you blew it because your defense is trash. And you blew it. NC State allows 321 yards per game. However, they're only giving up 16 points a game. So NC State has a solid defense. Their offense is solid. They are pretty balanced. Their quarterback, who no one's talking about, Dan, Dan Leary, is, has thrown for 2,500 yards, 25 touchdowns, and only three interceptions. So NC State is a very solid team. They beat Clemson earlier this year. Then they laid it. They've, they've just lost some very odd, odd games. By the way, this is for the lead in the Atlantic. Because the Wake and NC State game technically wasn't a conference game, even though they're in the same conference. So it's a rivalry game that gets played, but it's not a conference game because they didn't want it to count. uh, They wanted to play without having to play it go into their nine conference games. So NC State is underdogs by two. Wake is number 12. They're at home. It's going to be at night. 730 ACC Network over under 66. I'm not really sure what I want to do with that because NC State can play a little defense. And that is the only reason I'm picking NC State. Oh, I just think Wake Forest... at some point, when you get a well put together team, a balanced team, a team like NC State who only allows sixteen points a game, yeah, Wake might score thir- might score twenty four or twenty seven and have good moments. Problem is, Wake Force defense can't stop the broadside of a barn from falling over. So, right. NC State's probably getting thirty five minimum. I mean, NC State puts up points on everybody as well. They're averaging like 33 points a game, so their offense is no scrub either. So I like NC State to go on the road and beat Wake and take the lead in the Atlantic and be the driver's seat to meet the coastal winner, who right now is Pittsburgh. So just uh, what a weird. Keep that in mind. What's just weird. It, what a weird season we have been, we have had. Hundred percent. Number eight, Oklahoma, getting five and a half coming off a bye, going to Baylor. The over under sixty two and a half is probably right around where it's gonna land. Baylor lives on explosive running plays, but outside of that, they really don't got nothing. Gary Bohanning is continuing to play turnover free. He's got to continue to do that against Oklahoma. But the problem is Baylor's defense is giving up 300-plus yards a game. They're giving up a lot of yardage, and they're letting a lot of teams score a lot of points. And why is that bad? Because Oklahoma's coming off a bye, and they got Caleb Williams. Their run Oklahoma's defense is is terrible as well, just about as bad as Baylor's is very, but their running defense is slightly better, okay They've always had it why they're passing why their secondary sucks this year. their running defense has been good. It's average about let teams run for about 100 yards a game, which is fine. but Baylor again they live on explosive run plays. So I like Oklahoma in this game. I like it close. Five and a half. I'm taking Oklahoma minus the five and a half because I think it's a touchdown game. I think really what has (laughs) sold this game for me is that they are coming off the bye. And so Lincoln Riley's going to have some packages for Caleb Williams, some nice little plays. Oh, by the way, Kennedy Brooks has really started to get he, that running game going. And when Oklahoma can run the football, they are dangerous because that just sets up the play action. And Caleb Williams is a lot like Jalen Hurts, big, strong, powerful runner, and really takes some pressure off of – the offensive line to block perfectly every time because they're automatically going to not block someone on the zone read. Do you have any comments about these over-unders, by the way? None whatsoever. I feel very
1: disattached to college football. I I really need a good, uh, a good bring back, relapse uh, Saturday. Sorry, as I stroke out here on the pod. Listen, people are just seeing our pro our positives and our negatives on this week pot. We're just being all natural, we're being out there, we're being open, and we're there seeing our strengths and our weaknesses. Simeon's strengths, he's great at giving an opinion. His weaknesses, horrible at giving statistics. Makai's strengths, horrible at giving opinions. Pot really good. Really you're not gonna argue with me with that. I'm not no. Okay. Great at giving statistics. So you're just get, you're just Great to see. I'm just waiting for my part where I get to do my thing. Now that I've carried you through the wave of anxiety that you had, so I'm just no, I'm just
0: my my computer's just sitting there staring at me. It's just being a little. Just close the lid. It, then! No, but it's still gonna stare at me. It's it's just a little bitch. It's it's just it's just a it's,
1: yeah. It's freaking ten years old, dude. No wonder it's a little bitch. Well. We're we're trying to make this thing happen, and it's not. It, it's right it's now. just not
0: happening. I, it, yeah, and you know what? It, it's fine. Okay, Purdue and Ohio State. <laughs> Listen, um, Ohio State's pass defense is not great. Again, so they get Purdue now. Now, Purdue, They see Purdue coming from a mile away. The second that game ended on Saturday, against. Continue. The second that game ended on Saturday, Ohio State saw sees Purdue coming. Purdue's got a decent defense, okay, but Ohio State is just special, and at any moment they can just break break through this glass ceiling that seems to be on the end zone when they're inside the red zone. Defense gives up yards in the last two games, especially against two teams that Really they should have blown out. <laughs> Purdue wins games when they don't turn the ball over and when they can force turnovers. Can Purdue keep that no turnover kind of vibe going? Ohio State has been kind of getting more and more turnovers recently. And can Purdue come down from the Michigan State win? I have a question. Who's Purdue's head coach? Uh, Jeff Brom. How long has he been there? Uh this is year number 3, I think.
1: 4. Uh interesting. This is a this is <coughs> Excuse me. Oh he play, he was a pro football player. Um he was at Western Kentucky before this. Interesting. This is just a first really I've heard of him and his first like kind of good year with Purdue. I said while you were getting your other computer booted up here that Produce one of those teams that can... Sorry, I not my cold. Produce one of those teams that can kind of come out of nowhere and surprise you. Do you think this is going to be more of a um, consistent
0: showing for them? I, everyone would like to because Purdue's got a lot of talent. Like in that Indiana area, I mean, they really could win the... With how much talent they have and the, kind of that offensive scheme that Jeff Brom runs, they really could... Win the Big Ten West or being contenders every year like they are this year. The problem is, is it's just in, per, inconsistency. The guys on College Game Day call it per per don't. You know, they they yeah. just per don't. They they Clemson a lot When Clemson before they got on their run. They would just they they Michigan a lot. They they just you know they're supposed to look good against Illinois and then they just get smacked in the mouth and they're supposed to. You know, they just beat uh, the top five team that they, not Michigan State, the one before that. I don't know. Uh, Last year? Nah, Iowa. You know, they, oh. they, they smack Iowa, then they walk in, and they just get railroaded by Wisconsin a week later. They, they just per- don't. It's very Purdue. It's very, it needs to be consistency. Anyway, this game, it's Ohio State minus 20. I think that it's closer than a 20-point game. I really do. I think Purdue's defense is a little better than people realize. The the over-under is 62. I'm going to take... First of all, you take Purdue plus the points, but Ohio State wins the game outright. So do with that what you will. Also, I would recommend you going under on the 62 just because I think that... They're thinking that Ohio, that Ohio State's going to score a lot and score like 40 or 50. And again, until they get this lid off the end zone in the red zone, if you hold keep down their chunk plays and are able to stop Travion Henderson, which I know is hard, but make them march the field, C.J. Stroud has proven that he will make mistakes as he's marching down the field sometimes. Not all the time. He's still a legitimate passer, but he will—he has proven. Oregon has made him prove that. Penn State's kind of made him prove that a little bit. And then last week with Nebraska, he will turn the ball over if you make him beat you every play and not just hit you for 60-yard bombs. Michigan at Penn State. Number six, Michigan. So, Harbaugh is so Harbaugh, this should be Michigan minus seven. And this game is even. That is how much people do not trust Harbaugh, and I am one of them. So, the over-under is 48, I think. You go under in that scenario because Penn State's defense is very good. What Penn State's defense is very good at, Michigan's offense is not very good at, and that is scoring inside the red zone. Penn State does not allow a lot of touchdowns. They even don't allow a lot of field goals, but they especially don't allow a lot of touchdowns. Michigan, they're going to be probably be without Blake Corum, who went down in the first quarter against Indiana on his first run. Michigan's got to score touchdowns in the red zone, especially against this Penn State defense. And how good is their passing defense? Their running defense has been the Achilles heel so far of this defense, but every time, but they really haven't faced a great passing offense. Sean Clifford's about to change that. However, Penn State, your problem is you can't protect the passer, and you're going up against one of the best defensive lines in the country, and the two best defensive ends in the country in in terms of getting to and sacking the quarterback David Ojabo and Aiden Hutchinson for a duo have the most sacks in the enti- in the entire uh FBS
1: Stroke. there it is there it is it, back to it,
0: us. It, it, it finally came out so yeah they're going to get little plays and chunk plays and they stretch Michigan's defense horizontally. Also Jahan Dotson of Penn State, can he get behind Michigan's secondary? But this is a classic Michigan game where I expect them to win This is actually a game I expect them to win. On the road, at noon, Penn State. It's going to be loud, but yeah, I like the swagger of this Michigan team. I don't think that they'll get blown out by any stretch of the imagination. But passing. I can just see their passing defense giving up 350, 400 yards, kind of like it did to Michigan State. It's just a breakdown. Penn State's running game does not even remotely scare me at all. They run for like 102 yards per game, and Sean Clifford has a – Big thing to do with that. Like most of the yards come from Sean Clifford. He averages like you know thirty yards, and so their running backs aren't getting much.
1: So th- what? Do, what does this say to, about Michigan if Michigan wins this game?
0: Uh, you know, that's a good question because that reminds me of actually what I wanted to call this game. So back in 2008, before the Beijing Olympics in China, the U.S. men's basketball team had a docuseries done on them, and it was called Road to Redemption,
1: okay? Right, because they had lost in 2004... And that was supposed to be a dream team. It had Kobe, LeBron, and a bunch of other right. Allen Iverson and a bunch of other like really good players Correct. on it.
0: Absolutely. And they lost. And so this was called, It was the docuseries was called Road to Redemption, and this team was called the Dream Team. What this says, if Michigan's able to pull off this win, is the Road to Redemption is still on. Michigan has everything in front of them, but if they lose against Penn State, that's it. They're done. Their season is over because they already have two losses on the season. And you might say, no, Makai, they only have one. Just go ahead, tally Ohio State at two. Okay, come to acceptance with that. They're not beating Ohio State. They're not good enough. And even if they were good enough, it doesn't matter because they have been mentally and emotionally abused for so long against Ohio State. It just doesn't matter anymore. Michigan could walk in there with an 11 Well, I'll prove it to you. Michigan in 2011 had Ohio State come to the big house. They're 9-2. 9-2 and, two, nine and two on the year. Ohio State is 6-5. and five.
1: That was their bad year. That was Luke right. Fickle. That year. was
0: Luke Fickle. He took over from Jim Trestle. It was a whole bunch of players had to leave because of NCAA violation, blah, 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 blah. Ohio State had Michigan on the ropes, and Michigan only won that game by three points on a late interception by Braxton Miller. If you remember that name at all, Michigan late
1: interception by Braxton
0: Miller. Yeah, Braxton Miller threw an interception. Oh, yeah, I see. Okay, Michigan has been so. It just it, it doesn't matter. It's Ohio State. Take a number. It is Alabama versus Tennessee. It is Florida. It used to be what was Florida and Kentucky. It's Michigan and Indiana. It just it doesn't it doesn't matter. Okay? So just go ahead and tally that too. So Michigan, but to even have a shot, a glimmer of hope, Michigan has got to beat Penn State. I think if they beat Penn State and they beat them by seven or ten points, it propels them maybe even in the top five, depending on how Cincinnati and other things and other teams look ahead of them. So, but th- this is this is the redeem game. You, you, you should have won the Michigan State game. Everyone now, I believe, sees that. You had a 16-point a lead. You should have won that game in a hostile environment, even more hostile environment. Team can't protect the passer, can't run the football. They got a good defense, and they can throw the ball around. Michigan State, it was the exact same scenario, except they could run the football. Their defense wasn't, and their defense wasn't as good. So what are you going to do? Are you going to get punched in the mouth because now you're supposed to win? Or are you you know, going to show up and you're going to be big blue? Either way, I'm picking Michigan. I know, I, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know I shouldn't. But I'm going to. It's even. I expect them to win this Wait, game. Did we get back to Penn State? What do you want to talk about, Penn State? Penn State's disappointing. They, this is no, 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 no. I said, did we get back to Penn State? I thought we were on a. I literally zoned out there. That's how bored I was. Oh, excellent, great. So now, so now <coughs> I'm boring. Excellent. So the over under is 48. <laughs> take, take you took
1: that so personally. <laughs>
0: Over under is forty eight. You take <laughs> Michigan. Um, they're even right now, so just take Michigan outright because you're going to get the best odds the fuck there. You are.
1: <laughs> I didn't even. That was. About... That was supposed to be in response to you being boring, but, <laughs> but, but it just worked out. Hurry, yeah. way downtown! Bang! Bang! Oh, what a shot from! <laughs> So, uh, I, listen, we have to resign ourselves to this being our worst episode uh, oh, ever. ever. Yeah. ever. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. 100. I'm trying to bring it back. At points, we have both Don't tried to let
1: bring back around. You need to
0: learn to let it go. Can't,
1: Be like Elsa and let it go. I'm um,
0: definitely not going to do that. Uh, number 11, Texas A&M. Oh, we're still on games. Oh, my God. <laughs> going to Old Miss. The over-under is 55. Old miss, hey, miss is Matt Corral healthy? Can they run the ball on a stingy Texas a defense that doesn't like to let you run the ball? Calzada, can he be productive? And can Texas A&M run the ball? Fine, Simeon, so, I'll keep it short and simple. I, you know, I was trying to feed. No in. one cares about the SEC, I, I was you know, trying to feed into the worstest podcast by just you know blowing through my review, and then you told me to slow down. So this is all on you. Texas A&M minus two and a half. You take Texas A&M here, okay? Texas A&M plays defense. If Old Miss can't run the ball, they can't really throw the ball. Matt Corral's not exactly healthy right now, and can. Ole Miss's defense that has been playing better, can their run defense hold up? They allow 194 yards per game on the ground to a Texas A&M squad that averages 200. I just don't see this thing ending very well. I see Texas A&M controlling most of the game, getting a big-time win, and then kind of needing just a little bit of help from Auburn or someone else to beat Alabama. And then they control their own destiny to go to Atlanta. Oh, by the way, they're number 11, which means they got an outside shot to be a two-loss playoff team if they win the SEC. You know how much that
1: would bug me this season? Like, huge. Especially since Cincinnati didn't get in here. And let me, let me say, slowing down does not mean make things longer. Slowing down... You can be going 150, and if you slow down to 110, you're still going fast. Either way, you're having an interesting time. That's all I was asking you uh, to do. Well, well, I felt like... One's I just felt less like stressy with, than I the felt other. like with...
0: Uh, it doesn't
1: matter. Again... Oh, you should have kept going. I, uh,
0: give me give me humanity. That's what I'm asking well, you for. Okay, so you asked me to slow down, right? Yeah, but, okay. But that, this is... My normal pace. What I'm doing is my normal pace now. I was trying, and the information I was trying to give you earlier, there really wasn't, like, ever. at this point, everyone knows. So I'm just giving you the highlights of the game, right? Right. Uh, of what happened this week. Then you asked me to slow down. So then I slow right. down, but now I'm taking too yeah. long because I'm back to my normal pace. What do you want from me, bro? I want you to be interesting. <laughs> I <laughs> So, alright. So I'm boring and uninteresting. This, this is an absolute sucker punch to the GoNads episode. That's what's Listen, happening. My my laptop you, what, you... is just calling me a bitch right there on the floor. Yes, I closed the lid, but it's still calling me a bitch. I got my brother who thinks I'm uninteresting and boring. You missed a very nice
1: love note I gave to you before you ju- were able to jump back on. There is, at the beginning, the first 10 minutes, I go, listen, there's a reason that I do this, and it's because of Makai, and i like to spend time with him. It's, I'm not a sports person, but you make me a sports person, and I'm very grateful for that. That's, I want to bring that just back
0: I'm just boring and <laughs> slow. I just, not everybody is as cool as you. No one, like, okay everyone is much cooler than me I am resigned to I am okay being the guy who so, sits the at, one compliment who I give sits you. at home yeah on Saturday and watches 15 hours of college football and to come home every night and not go out partying like I don't care I'm okay being boring it just hurts to hear
1: oh okay well first of all that's not why you're boring. And that just makes you a nerd, which is cool. So I still stand by you. Just prove why you're cool. What makes you boring is sometimes you just need to make your facts sexy. Okay, show me a little cleavage in your facts. uh, What exactly
0: between Michigan and Penn State? What what fact is sexy?
1: The fact that if Michigan loses this, this just goes to show why. We can't believe in Michigan and why but Harbaugh ev- should be fired. But okay,
0: but everyone knows this. No, they yes, don't. literally everyone knows this. No, Micaiah, yeah. our main demographic is not you. Okay, no, but I did I not cover this? I, I covered this before why my computer was crashing. I covered this against Michigan State. The week after I, they lost to Michigan State, I covered this. I covered this all of last year. I cover, I've i been covering Michigan. All, You've been covering them
1: why they're, you're disappointed in them. Which are the Not same only. reasons
0: that why
1: everyone no, why should, should be. Okay, no, but why does everyone else, well, that's literally what you just said. Yeah. But you don't pr- you need to you just need to learn how to frame it on why everybody listen, should be you. There disappointed is a reason with why
0: you. only like fifty people listen to this podcast, and that's generous. You know okay? It's yeah, because well, okay, I'm terrible and you have clearly no, okay. made that point. You're not and so terrible. let's just move on. A game <laughs> to watch is, is Georgia and Tennessee. Georgia's absolutely going to annihilate Tennessee. <clears throat> that's not the point. Tennessee has is the most confident. Offense and explosive offense that Georgia will face all year until possibly the SEC championship game. T- Can Tennessee show Georgia's chink in the armor, especially in that defense? Can Tennessee just be let, put up 21 points? Give someone a glimmer of hope because right now the highest scoring team on Tennessee is 13. Okay. So
1: you're you're saying that Tennessee might be be able to show better teams the silver bullet for Georgia? Correct. That's a reason to watch. Hey, look, we work together as a team and we do well.
0: Uh, my lock of the week is Miami and Florida State over sixty-one. Miami, by the way, you're saying over yes, for that yes. game for sixty-one. Yeah. Miami's My lock of the week would be under for that game. My, Miami is averaging 35 points a game since Kyle Van Dyke took over at quarterback. They're just putting up points. Now, their defense sucks. They give up over 400 yards a game, and they allow 28 points a game. And Florida State can score some points. They can throw the ball around. Florida
1: State has had the most disappointing season but, in the FBS no, this no, season. No,
0: Because Florida State just wasn't expected to do much. I mean, expected to they do lost, more than what let, they let are. Let me work you through.
1: Number nine at the time, Notre Dame. Number nine, Notre Dame, lost to Jacksonville State, lost to Wake Forest, lost to Louisville. Their first win. That's the first time ever that Florida State, first of all, has gone f- zero and four. I understand
0: that, but but you're Since but you're they allowed saying
1: white people in this st- black people in the state of Florida. That was the first but time. You're you're saying it's they, the most they, disappointing. They won Syracuse by three. Clemson. Then they want. Then they lost to Clemson and lost to North Dakota Correct. State. What are they averaging right now? Give me this. Give me this game. They can't be averaging. Oh, actually, they can okay. put up points. That's what I'm saying. No, no, they can put up 28 points, and that
0: is if you're lucky. Right, but my they're averaging 100. Look at Miami's they're averaging defense. Go, shut up! No, they're no, averaging no, 187 points. You shut up! You shut up! Go no, look at Miami's I, I'm defense. I'm right. Go look at Miami's defense. And then, ap- They're and, allowing then ap- and then apologize to me. I'm, I'm not going to apologize to you. Go look at Miami's defense.
1: Okay, here's... One of us will be playing the Connor sample. Not Connor sample. The Piss Excellence sample yep. next week. First of all, it's going to be me. Because just because you allow 269 nice yards <laughs> through the air does not mean that you can throw that. I don't believe... That eleven touchdowns, five interceptions. Jay Travis. I'm not even going to learn your first name because that's how it's much Jordan. I don't care about it's you. Jordan. Yeah. Well. Okay. So you're not you're you're going to be lucky if this game's going to be this game's going to be twenty eight to to fourteen or twenty eight to not. twenty. Nope. nope. Over under
0: should be fifty five. Nope. It's ahead. going to be a thirty five thirty one game.
1: You you are so wrong. That you're going to
0: make this podcast look okay, good. Okay, so so first of all, I, I have two things to say. One uh, one uh, points to this game. Oh, by the way, under lock of the oh, week. Okay. I'm making it all now. Right. Well, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say, so, okay, fine. So your lock of the week is under 61. Also, I've been told on multiple occasions, going back to me being boring, I've been told by many a people that... Um, uh, yeah, you know, your podcast is really good. I love Simeon. Simeon's just really funny. Simeon's... Are, I've been told that by multiple people. So maybe I should just stop. Well, maybe we should just
1: lean in to me more is what I'm hearing. Maybe you should just be awesome I, and we'll figure this whole team work uh, out. I mean, we're still finding our identity. Okay. Don't get me... People, listen, everybody listening, because th- uh, this last week, I realized more people actually listened to us than I thought they did. <laughs> but listen, we're still figuring out our identity as a podcast, and we're having a lot of fun doing it. That's why I'm busting my brother's balls. Also, here's a random question. Is sex with you boring? Because I kind of feel like it
0: wow. is. Wow. <laughs> um. Yeah, probably. I don't... Probably. I'm a, Should I ask Carrie? Well, she won't answer that question. I but know,
1: I know. That's why I'm asking you. Uh, I, I mean, I, I don't think. Do you switch it up? That's really what I'm wondering. No details. You don't have to go into do, this. Do... do you at least switch it up? Like, are you hitting the same? Are you like okay, missionary? Okay, <laughs> reverse, Okay, doggy. Okay, blah, 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 okay, and we're done. Like, is it the same thing, or are you like actually showing? You, that, her
0: that, it does uh, Thank you for licking my knee. Duke just <laughs> licked my knee. Um, that is a very long, complicated question I will answer definitely off the air. Uh, uh, that game's two and a half points. Who are you taking
1: in that spread on that? Well, Miami, I'm, I'm taking State Miami game. just
0: because they're red hot. And and Florida State right now That's is true. a lot like Nebraska. They just find ways to lose. But also, yeah. Simeon. Yeah. Michigan State gives yeah. up. 300 yards a game passing, right? yeah And I told you, Purdue throws the ball for 300 yards a game. So Purdue's going to throw the ball around on Michigan State. They throw for 500 yards. Just because you allow only 269 or 405 total. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. You're going to give up more than that against good teams because your average isn't only brought down by bad teams or teams that can't move the football.
1: that's the point. First of all, uh, Clemson is playing UConn this week. Second of all, spread um, on that
0: is forty. What do you think of that?
1: Forty? Yeah, I, I, I'm okay with the spread. You know what the over under is? Was I don't know. I was. Asking oh no! I know! know I know! Is. I don't
0: know the over under. However, I think what i you that's far is, too if, high. If, by the way,
1: the spread of forty. Yeah.
0: I actually think UConn will keep it closer than forty. I really do. I don't. I don't have any. It's fifty-one.
1: Okay, I was literally just pulling it up. Here's the problem is I don't believe in Florida State this year. I yeah, but would it's agree a rivalry with you game. if the I would listen, there hasn't been rivalries in Florida since no, eighteen
0: sixty. There have okay? been rivalries in Florida, just no one's cared about rivalries in Florida. There is a giant I haven't cared difference. about
1: rivalries in Florida since ESPN films was presenting thirty for thirty. Like okay, well, time.
0: you haven't cared about any one of my five picks and you called me boring and uninteresting. That's
1: because your five picks, and I'm going to stick with this, that's because your five picks were well, boring. Well, who, who would, who, who would, who, Okay, you can do it all better. Let me give you, you give let me, me your, give your you five. this, let me give you my five games to watch this week. Okay, weekend. go for it. Okay, I will pull up this week's schedule. First of all, just tonight. 7 p.m. on ESPN. Two, Ball State, Northern okay, Illinois. Okay,
0: no, no. Do not give no, me. No, I will. No, Here's no the do deal. not give me Mac. No, I do not the care. Match, no, no one, Mac
1: has been. No, no, shut up. Mac has been crazy this year. Okay, they've been the only inconsistent, consistent school. Who did we call? We call. I called Buffalo at the beginning of the season to win this. Buffalo is nowhere close right now i'm gonna yeah western michigan's actually kind of fall
0: off the cliff by the way michigan played both ball state and western michigan ball state's leading their division western michigan's like last but that's fine no northern illinois is and that's why it's a better game in the west western
1: michigan's three and three in the division right now six and four overall but everybody's including the akron zips by the way have been are pretty consistent right there at, like, 500, which is weird because they're losing to each other. They're not losing to the outside okay, schools. Okay, no one cares about that. So Mac. that's why it's good. Uh, listen, if you want to watch good football, you
0: do. Um,
1: you already brought up North Carolina. You, you, uh, you, no you want to see a lot of
0: points scored? Watch Pittsburgh and North Carolina. I know that this is going back in time. Actually. But on Thursday night, not that, you know, because this comes out Friday, but uh, – Look up the You score. would have watched a lot of... L- look yeah. up the score on Pittsburgh, North Carolina. Points are going round because Pittsburgh doesn't play much defense either. <laughs> what people are missing Let's, is that neither of these teams play defense, and both of these teams play a whole heck of a lot of offense. Over under 73. I'm taking the over on that too.
1: If, if we're pointing out weird games, kind of we're pointing out weird games, is that Clemson-UConn game? Because we're actually going to see who Clemson is. Are they going to come back next year like they should come back next year.
0: Clemson's not out of it yet. They're not. They're 6-3. and three. I They're just six saw and that. They're 6-3 and they only have two losses in conference. They get a little help in front of them. They could be playing in the ACC title game yet again. Which would be
1: which would the be craziest thing. Crazy. Yeah. You have Oklahoma State TCU on your list, nope. right? Okay. Watch that game. Two upset alerts late, late in the day. Virginia at Notre Dame. It's about time Notre Dame gets randomly upset by a team they shouldn't lose <laughs> to. And looks like Virginia is going to be that person. That's the late. Why is that the
0: ABC late because, game? Because every other good game is on at 3.30 or noon.
1: I'd re- oh, because no, Big 12 on Fox. That's why. And it's No, TCU, because all Oklahoma the games the that State. people
0: want to watch are the five games that I covered are on at 3.30 and noon. And no one wants Listen, to watch. Okay. Virginia Notre Dame. No,
1: but no one also wants to drink Budweiser all the time, and so I'm giving them a couple IPAs, a couple oh, ales, so a couple so lagers. I'm boring
0: slow, and now my game selection is Bud is we- plain is Budweiser. Yeah, it's plain. Yeah, it's plain.
1: Yeah, you as plain as a midnight. Wow! Metalite, wow, you know it.
0: wow! 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 You
1: dress like our sister, our older sister in college. Well. You might as well have birth control
0: in your pocket. Well, all right, maybe I do. So you don't know.
1: <laughs> I can't. I actually can't believe I just remembered that story. Do you want to move? Do you want to? Let's actually.
0: For, uh, our whistle uh, sound effects uh, just doesn't real work. Go, Virginia can throw the ball around. Virginia averages 545 yards on offense. <laughs> so you might can you, we, you your your legitimate lock of the week? You could have picked Virginia there, but just because you have to try to prove a point.
1: And I'm going to be right about it. Um, $533 million in dead money paid over 10 years FBS f- by FBS schools to ex-coaches.
0: Uh, yeah, that is both men's and women's basketball, football. That That's kind of uh, those two main sports. It's a lot more if you factor in other sports as well. It's just a lot of money. It kind of goes to show what I was touching on last week: is the universities want results, and they want results now. And when they don't get them, their boosters and alumni are okay paying out the wazoo for new to get people to leave and move on. I mean, Ed o, Ed Ogeron is getting twenty million dollars to leave LSU early. Scott Frost's buyout would have been like $30 million. Gus Mal He took a pay cut. Yeah, he took a pay cut. Gus, Gus Malzahn, his buyout was like $22 million when they fired him from Auburn. Okay, And what's crazy is, so they not only get paid from the school, Gus Malzon, then he goes to UCF and signs a new contract with them, and they start making money over there. So it's it, it's a lot of money. So basically a good way to make funny money is to get fired? A great way to make money is just be really bad at your do- job at a high-level FBS school. Absolutely.
1: Uh, Shout-out to now ranked, finally, University of Texas, San yes, Antonio. Yes, their first... nice to see their, his head coach go their somewhere next year. first
0: time in the college football playoff rankings. They just yep. uh, got a football program 10 years ago, so good on them. They have uh, University of Southern Mississippi
1: this week... Um who where are they? Run up the score. They're
0: They're one and eight. They are
1: Yeah, they are dead last. But the week after they have number two in their division, University of Alabama, Birmingham. So should be interesting. I'm just I'm interested this was an interesting podcast. We're really towards the end, but what are you watching this weekend besides those games?
0: I love how you say that it is... that that you're interested in all these minor games, and then you won't even pay attention this weekend. Like, you won't pay attention to... I give you credit. You won't pay attention to the big games. You won't pay attention to the little games. So, at least you're consistent there. What I'm watching this... If if only... What I'm watching this... If only I had said that earlier on the mm, podcast. Well, you Mm -hmm. know, you're too exciting to be intelligent i guess uh <laughs> what does that even mean
1: <laughs> which actually kind of goes to prove my point that i don't understand your point which i don't understand that uh
0: i am uh, watching eternals eternals came out last weekend marvel's eternals so i'm looking forward to that also red notice <laughs> the ryan reynolds dwayne johnson Gal Gadot film comes out this weekend is it a-
1: Bad that I'm more excited for that movie than I am for Eternals. Little I think bit Eternals because is every, sit on my everyone, face and not in a good way.
0: Ev- everyone's just kind of waiting for Spider-Man. Listen, the, like, Shang-Chi was good. Black Widow was good. Marvel just turns out good, good, good things. You gotta go see it. Have you seen it yet?
1: Which one? Eternals. Eternals. No, you have. You started watching Marvel movies without me, like a dick. Uh, well. Um, and Tabitha, for that matter. Both of your both of your siblings would like to see these movies with you. Uh,
0: well, so he, here's the thing. Y'all are adults, and clearly y'all think I'm boring, so I have... Y'all could text. If y'all could text, I, that'd be I, awesome. I, well, we text all the time. We text all the time. Yeah, me
1: and you, just send me a text. Hey, I'm going to see Eternals. Do you want to come? Well,
0: most of the time, it's date night. Oh, I'm yeah, not inviting I know. you to date reason. night. That's the actual reason. I know that's the actual Do reason. Do you, though? Do yes. you know? Yeah, okay. I do. Well
1: this H- how's Big Mouth so far for you before uh, we wrap uh, up? Here? Big
0: Mouth, new season of Big Mouth. Uh, it <laughs> so they kind of stuck themselves in the box when they put these kids in middle school. It would have been to show them kids going through the start of puberty first and foremost. Every kind of emotion that these and going through puberty the, of what they're trying to show is just spot on. It is. Most of it is cringe worthy and definitely crude and over the top, but I am crude and over the top. That's how I like my humor. So I will I watch it and laugh at it. Uh, what Same. but they stuck themselves in a box by they're really they put these kids in middle school and how their the storylines are laid out is it's only been a year and they this is the fifth season of this. So they're they've kinda like Right. Yeah. they. So, I I don't know. It, it's still funny, but, you know, the. It, they should be in high school by now, and they're still, like, in sixth grade. So it,
1: That's that's fair. I will be watching Big Mouth and learning about Microsoft Endpoint Management, I think, I hope, until my fiancé decides we're doing 15 things. I
0: would hope, also, that you could give me some pointers on how to, you know, reboot my laptop, because... We're going to figure that out, then. I don't know. I really don't know. It could be dead. All right, I'm wrapping this re- up this
1: week because I've carried it. it. Man,
0: have you though? Have you? I
1: could have. I I could have bricked Makai's computer. I don't know. We're gonna figure out what happened. We're gonna have a lot of fun, ladies and gentlemen. This has been the fourth and one podcast as my awesome and beautiful <laughs> and handsome and very well respected by me by the for the by the way uh, co-host. Makai always says. Wash your hands, you filthy animals. Have a conversation, not a crucifixion. We'll see you all next week. Uh, we miss you all. Thanks for supporting us. Anchor.fm slash fourth and Over 61. What's over 61. Oh, my gosh. Under will be. It's going to be under. Guys, we'll see you next week.